This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode 395. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on this episode we are doing a bonus review of a brand new release on Blu-ray. Um, the guys over at MBD sent me across a press screener of Brian Loves You, the collector's edition which has just made its way to Blu-ray. Details on the movie a little bit of a synopsis and of course my review coming up after the first break before we get to that as always let's catch up with where we are under the stairs um a slightly easy breezy lighter week because tomorrow i will be at glasgow fright fest with the guys from scotland versus evil very excited to get down and dirty with some festival horror uh, some titles that are not out yet some that are out in other territories and some that are imminent on streaming platforms. So you will get a full roundup of that entire festival this coming Monday when I drop my reviews. The only other episode that's due this week from any of the feeds that I'm involved with is on Sunday when you'll get our Arrow video assortment. That's looking at After Midnight and The Battery, the dual release from um, Arrow Video. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Both of those movies I've seen before and I love both of them. So it's going to be a big old Jeremy Gardner love in there. Right, I'm going to take a very short break just now. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear the trailer for Brian Loves You. When we return, we're discussing that movie right after this. This is a test of the emergency podcasting system. Listen to the Psychosemantic Podcast. Politics, movies, and political movies. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, legionpodcasts.com. The Psychosemantic Podcast. If you feel faint or nauseous while watching these events, please look away from the screen. These are the video musings of a highly disturbed young man. Stop. Oh, that's one of my neighbors. Hey, how's it going? Alright. I don't think you understand what's going on, Jonathan. Brian, we praise your name. We will find the devil, Pansy, and avenge Brian! I know you want answers, Jonathan. You stumbled upon something very big and very powerful. Nobody's gonna hear about this early, Doctor. It's a there, Brian will make it all better. The town is under control. Get out of here! 
Welcome back, ladies and gents. You've just heard the trailer for Brian Loves You. This is the collector's edition of the Blu-ray, which is now available. Now, it is region-free, so you can essentially check it out wherever you are in the world. It played on my... Uh, played on my player, my British player, so yeah, if you want to import it, you can do. MVD are handling distribution for this release, and this is dubbed the Collector's Edition. Um, I will read off the blurb for you, and basically what you can expect from this release. Uh, so the tagline for this one is, The Cult of Brian's are coming for you. In the early 1990s, a 32-year-old psychotherapist, played by Seth Landau, uh, who did the movie Take Out, begins to suspect that his small town in Arizona's community is being taken over by a homicidal religious cult known as the Bryans. His entire ordeal was captured on camcorder footage and security tapes. There are the video musings of a highly disturbed young man and this is what was recovered. George Went of Cheers and House, Tony Todd of Candyman, Tiffany Shepis of Adominable um, and Daniel Roebuck of The Fugitive co-star along with cameos by Lloyd Kaufman, obviously of Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Chuck Williams of Bubba Hotep, Bobby Slayton of Bandits, and Scream Queen Brinky Stevens from Slumber Party Massacre in this disturbing chiller based on the 1993 true story that shocked America. The bonus material on this limited edition collector's version is a new 2022 theatrical trailer in high definition, a new interview with star Tiffany Shepis. Uh, an interview with star Daniel Roebuck, an interview with star Brinky Stevens, an interview with star George Went, a 2008 commentary with writer, producer, director Seth Landau, cast and crew, along with Joe Blow writer critic, critic James Ulster, uh, Elijah Dowling, and professor slash religious expert Dr. Philip Baker and a new 2022 audio commentary with Seth Landau done for this release. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll put it up front, I, I thought this movie fucking sucked. Um, and those are words I don't use lightly. Um, I don't, I don't like hating on movies. I actually almost not, you know, decided not to record a review for this uh, because I don't want to be one of those guys. I've said it many times before. I hate, I hate talking about movies I dislike. I will, I will where needs be, but I, I would much rather shine a spotlight on a movie that I think is worth your time than I would necessarily spend my energy bashing something that someone clearly put time and effort into and love and care and this is Seth Landau's passion project because he's basically he did everything for it um but it's just absolutely mind-numbingly boring and incredibly amateurish um it kind of feels like a group of community college students 
um, got together uh, over a weekend and just decided, or several weekends, and just decided to kind of stream of conscious lay out the most tedious tropes of found footage. I mean, the found footage element doesn't really work all that well. It, yes, it's done from handheld camcorder, because there's a few here, and most of them aren't really explained all that well. And then security cameras, which appear to be absolutely fucking everywhere in this movie, like in places that make zero sense, like an abandoned garage, which has eight cam, you know, eight security cameras, which doesn't, it doesn't equate to it. The movie's about an hour and a half long, to be honest, at, you know, 45 minutes, it was kind of stretching it, and it has a big issue here, and this biggest issue is that it starts off as a horror movie, it gives you all the interesting elements of a horror movie, it gives you a creepy cult that has slowly made its way into a town, this cult has, you know, a relatively creepy designed mask that they all wear, and you start to get a bit of the mythology of what the Bryans actually are. And that's like all done within the first 35 minutes. And then this movie takes a hard turn and drops an anchor and goes straight to Tedium Town for the remaining runtime of over an hour. Um, or just under an hour, sorry, let's be fair. Just under an hour where our main character, Jonathan, is, is kind of abducted and put in an insane asylum, and then we're following the quote-unquote psychological breakdown of the character, which is done so slowly and so painfully, painfully to the viewer, not to the character, that it just it derails any, any momentum it has. Like, the first part is, is what you would typically find in a... Uh, a kind of found footage movie the first half an hour would be your last half an hour and I, I just don't understand why it was done this way I understand that they're saying that it's based on a true story that shocked America I am not aware of what this true story is um, but I, you know the fact that I'm not aware of it and I'm big into cults and I'm big into true crime makes me think it probably didn't shock America um, or if it did it was like a kind of mild shock you know that one that you get when you cannonball into a cold swimming pool uh, initial kind of jolt and then you're fine after you acclimate to it um, acting's really bad in this like really 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 bad um, the, the central character played by the director Seth Landau is uh, not great uh, he kind of reminded me a little bit but nowhere near as good as he should have been of the kind of David Lee character from The Last Broadcast um, except like that monotonous tone and very documentary style delivery is deliberate because that movie's played off as an actual documentary where this is kind of pivoted as compiled footage released under a quote-unquote Freedom of Information Act. Um, I love the fact that it says there's cameos here by Lloyd Kaufman, Chuck Williams, Bobby Slayton and Brinky Stevens. To be honest, it's cameos. Every name that's a name in this is a fucking cameo. Um, George Went has less than five minutes screen time in this in one scene. 
Tony Todd bookends this movie and God bless Tony Todd, I love him a bits but the way he opens this movie is the government official giving you the, the essentially the disclaimer would have you believe that what you were about to watch was a fucking snuff movie the way he sets this up and it is nowhere near that uh, Tiffany Shepis is probably in it well, a reasonable amount uh, Daniel Roebuck is in this for a scene um, and his makeup in it is not great uh, yeah so the acting across the board isn't great some of these bigger name stars kind of fucking slim in it um, I don't know what they were paid in you will get Lloyd Kaufman in your movie for what is it a, like is that a thousand dollars I think is his going rate and he will appear and die in your movie um, so yeah that's not great about it the story is relatively derivative and like I say after the half an hour mark it pivots into a completely different movie which had no interest for me at all and then the central character is fucking dumb like dumber than dumb this is a kind of psychotherapist who is at times the most trusting person in the world and also this single-handedly one of the most stupid people walking the planet the end of this movie had me literally shouting at the screen fuck off and groaning in agony um i don't know what i expected from this i like i i'll be honest i posted that the screener had came in and i was genuinely excited about it because it's a found footage movie i haven't seen before the kind of mask reminded me a little bit of um noroi the curse so I was like, oh, cool, you know, found footage movie from, like, 2008, which is when you were starting to get, like, the, the big kickoff of found footage movies. So I'm like, this could be some straight-up Poughkeepsie. You know, I'm looking forward to that. And it's just not well done at all. It, it, it feels incredibly cheap. And it's, the setup just doesn't work for me. And, the, like, the conceit of... And the character says it more than once why am I filming this? And I was asking the same question. Like, why are we filming this conversation? Why is this camera here? It's the same things that frustrate me with a lot of found footage movies, but just done on a much more amateur level here. Um, yeah, yeah I, would, I would never recommend this movie to anyone. I, I, think, it's, I think it's pretty terrible, if I'm honest. Um... There are people out there that will enjoy this sort of movie though because I know like a, like a Bo Ransdell if he hasn't seen this movie I don't know if he would enjoy it but he would definitely check it out uh, because he has an interest in that particular subgenre um, and this particular style of movie making but I just I don't <clears throat> I don't get it and all the taglines like all the kind of one lines from websites like Joe Blow and Arrow in the Head and Movie Web. Um, give this movie a lot more credit than it deserves. I think when you fundamentally break it down, the ideas and concepts of uh, uh, kind of group uniformity and thinking or, or, or group speak or group talk or group action are fundamentally dangerous and I get that I understand that as someone like I said before that's read a lot about cults um I understand the dangers of that wholly this is a terrible indicator a terrible 
try a forewarning or forebearing or foreshadowing of what a cult actually is and how it invades a town. Um, yeah, I, I did not like this movie at all. I kind of hated it, if I'm honest. I would give it a one out of five. And that does, like I said before, I've never made a movie. Fair play to fucking Seth Landau. He went out there and made a movie. A movie that is now available on Blu-ray in a collector's edition. You've done a lot more with your life than I have, my friend. Um, well done on that one. But as a horror movie, it's not scary. It doesn't really amount to anything. Um, and the ending is like fire ants on the brain dumb um so yeah it's really all i have to say about it however uh, because i did get a, a promotional copy sent to me um i want to thank mbd for doing that please don't cut me off uh, um but i, I call it like i say i can't in good faith say that i enjoyed this movie i really 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 didn't i'm gonna take my final break of this episode when i come back i'm closing out the show and i'm doing it right after this You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been bonus episode 395, a bonus review of a production screener that came in from MVD. This was Brian Loves You. A collector's edition is now available. It's region unlocked, so you can purchase it wherever you live in the world, uh, as long as you do it online. You'll be able to track it down online. There are copies there for the buying. So, yeah. They're out there. Do what they will. Um, it's not a movie for me. But it might be a movie for you. If anything I mentioned in here piqued your interest, maybe maybe got your eye twitching a little bit, then check it out. There's a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under this taste. Wherever you're listening to it right now, hit subscribe. That way you get the shows as and when they drop and access to the entire back catalogue of Teapots content. Do not stop there. We have a sister feed called the Teapots Collective. Over there you get shows like Where to Begin With, Opera Omnia, Doing the Nasty and Chronicle. All those shows uh, will be doing something this month. So it's a good time to join that feed and subscribe to it along with podcasts under the stairs because it's the best way to support what I do under these stairs. If you don't want to do that, you want to track down the shows all in one place, then you can do that via our website, tputzcast.com. Links to all the shows are there, as well as a link to a special show called Geoz's Shite and Other Regrettable Outbursts. It's a booze-based banter entertainment podcast featuring myself, The Baz, and Scott and Liam from Scott and Liam vs. Evil, where we get drunk. That's right, four Scotsmen drinking. That's an anomaly. Um, we talk about terrible life choices, which you could equate to being drunk and doing recordings that are on the internet forever. We do weird news stories from around the globe, and we answer your listener emails on air. Just a shite and other regrettable outbursts exclusively available at teaputzcast.com. To interact with me on Facebook via the podcast under the stairs Facebook page, it is at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teaputzcast. Teapots Collective can be found simply at facebook.com forward slash teaputzcast and for Jaws's shite it is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash regrettable pod if you want to instead of doing the Facebook thing get in touch with us on the twin prongs or social media sexness Instagram and Twitter you can reach out and interact with myself and Baz over at teaputzcast on both couldn't be any easier than that the podcast under the stairs will return for your entertainment this coming Sunday. I will be 
tired because I will have had two full days of cinema, booze and bants. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back on Sunday to do an Arrow video assortment on After Midnight. And it's bonus disc, The Battery, a loving with Jeremy Gardner. So until then, wherever you are, what the time zone is and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off.